From our family to your family, this is a Legacy of Faith, the podcast. Welcome to A Legacy of Faith, a podcast designed to help your family survive the day, plan for tomorrow, and always keep an eye on eternity. Welcome to episode number 157 of the program, and depending on when you're you're listening to this, either goodbye 2021 or hello 2022, and uh, Leo recording this really close to New Year's Eve, so right at the end of 2021, and just give us a quick overview of 2021. How's the year been for you? (laughs) Um, much like 2020, just crazy, chaotic, frustrating, up and down, up and down. <laughs> just when you think things are good, all of a sudden they are not. And... Yeah, one of the things we've tried to do now for almost two years is, you know, is, yeah, things are crazy, things are frustrating, but a whole lot of good things are happening too. Right, that's true. And I think if we, you know, if people would really focus on that stuff, there's more good stuff happening than bad stuff. It's just in the midst of chaotic it's just i think changed everybody's routines and traditions and schedules enough that it everyone feels off kilter i think yeah it's it's been wild but we uh the last podcast we did was our thankful list and at the end of that one we said we might do a podcast in december meaning like before christmas and we we didn't and it wasn't because we didn't want to it was because (laughs) chaos you know uh those uh three or four weeks just got busier than we we knew they're gonna be busy but things just kept popping up and so we thought, let's just get through Christmas. Let's get through all the tradition stuff. And, and uh, we thought, hey, we're going to get on the two-week thing again. This is going to be a good week to do one because we have a natural uh, idea for a podcast. But also, Lord willing, next week we'll restart Teens in the Word. And we try to record these on weeks where we don't have Teens in the Word. We're not trying to do both those things in one week. So, uh, so we're hopefully restarting that schedule that means we'll probably stick with it for like two episodes. We're trying. <laughs> well, we have other things to do sometimes. Every, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So we, we want to talk about what everybody talks about this time of year, it seems. New Year's resolutions, goals, those sorts of things. But specifically, we want to share with you some ideas for New Year's resolutions for your marriage. And one thing, and, and here comes the nerd in me, Leah. Here we go. One thing that regularly needs regularly needs to be said is there's a major difference in a resolution or a goal and an aspiration very true and a whole lot of people um even in new year's resolutions just make aspirations in other words they put some big fancy idea out there but it's not specific there's no time on it and it's just i'd like to exercise more well, if you didn't exercise at all, you're going to get up and walk to the couch. And you've exercised right. more than you did last year. And you don't have a plan. Yeah. So you don't really know how to implement that. Right. And so one thing that you know a lot of leadership people you know harp on, and, and I try to do, I, I don't always write New Year's resolutions. Or I don't always write very many. Uh, but when I do, I try to make them. You know, I want to do this specific thing. And if it's something that, you know, some, some are going to be over the course of a year, some will be, you know, this is something I want to finish the first two months of the year or the first half of the year, by the end of the school year or whatever. And so what we're going to do is give you five kind of areas um, where you might want to have some resolutions for your marriage and then give you some ideas as far as how you can make those more specific. So we're kind of going to give you five aspirations and say, okay, here's how you can make those more specific. 
uh, let's use a fancy term, actionable. How about that? Whoa. I read that word once. I wasn't sure what it meant, but I thought it might work there. I think it's pretty good. Was that was that correct? I don't know. It, it's not, actionable. It, actionable. Hmm. Which sounds like, you know, action. <laughs> I, I, Able I, to be put into action. Yeah. When I first started listening to the podcast, I heard these guys talking about they're efforting something. I was like, that's not a word. I've heard and, that. And now you hear it all the time. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. That, that's not a word. You, you, you can't efforting. effort. You do effort. But you can't effort. <laughs> but now it's a word. I'm thinking, well, so, so. Her efforting. But, but, but then I mean, you but, could still say used, her but, effort was... But used in that way. Like, right, I I'm, I'm going to... I'm, I'm efforting to get, yeah. you know, so-and-so on the phone. Sometimes yeah. I think people make up these words. Like, yeah. they just think, you know what? Well, here's a word that everybody's used for hundreds of years. How about we just change it up and yeah. sound hip? Somewhat cool, yeah. yeah. So I think actionable is a word, but I, maybe, maybe it fit there. I don't... <laughs> if not, just, you know, keep listening. So... <laughs> <laughs> so area number one, and, and a lot of these, by the way, are gonna be things we talked about in a podcast before, but never maybe in this this angle or, or you know from this this way of looking at things. Number one, we talk about about date nights or just date times, you know. And we we've talked about this in the podcast. We've actually done entire episodes before on just you know date night ideas. I think we did one long time ago on like date nights when you have small children and you had you you know sometimes just putting little kids to bed early and you know watching a movie together counts mm-hmm. but as it pertains to just the idea of this being something that's important let's talk about that first then we'll get into how to make this actually a resolution or a goal well i mean i think it's important because just trying to stay connected and making each other feel like you have time for each other that to me is the most important thing about date night it gets things out of the routine and the ordinary and and if you're not careful you know as life goes on you you start to just get in these um habits and routines and sometimes honestly it they it doesn't include each other mm-hmm. you know you're if you're you know your career may pull you away more and your mind is focused on that so much that even when you're home you know, I'm saying like maybe you in the general sense, but like like a husband or something comes home and, and he's not, his mind isn't with his wife or children or whatever. And the same could be true for the wife. Like, you know, you get your mind so set into your activities and your, you know. Well, in your case, homeschooling. Uh, yeah, homeschooling or just the kids in general. Like mm-hmm. your mind is on them. Uh, to me, a date night forces you to focus on one another. Yeah. And you, know, you hear it said sometimes that you know you pursued each other before you got married, but there's still thing, there's still things to pursue after you're married. Yeah. And and the reason I think this is so important is because you don't have to go on dates. Does that make sense? Like in your mind, like you have to have dinner ready, you yeah. have to wash those clothes, and you have to go to work, you have to make the paycheck, and you got to get the kids to the doctor or to school or whatever. You know all these things that we think we have to do, but honestly. We don't have to make time to go on a date. So when you do, I think that automatically feels special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so that's kind of the, just the general area. Now, you're a couple sitting down and here. It's you know New Year's Eve. Or maybe listen, it's a couple days into the New Year. And you're going, let's make our goals for the year, honey. you got stars in your eyes because you're going to do all this stuff. You know, How do you actually write this down as a resolution, a goal? Not just, we want to have date nights. It would be nice if we would do this. Yeah, that's not a goal. That's an aspiration. Um, I think you sit down and talk about how often first and be on the same page about that. Mm -hmm. Um, One of you may think, well, as long as we can go out for 
a big dinner every other month, you know, have a big date. And another one might be thinking, but I would just like to maybe spend some time just me and you, you know, mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier, if you got little kids, you know, you can't always be going on a date. I mean, honestly, we've been in a time in our life where the thought of us paying for a teenager, you know, some girl at church come over for two or three hours and we want to, we don't want to be cheapskates and not pay her well. But then at the same time, you know, you might not really have that money right. plus to go on a date. Right. And so, um, I guess I'm saying that one of you may be really thinking like, why don't we do that every other month, some bigger thing, but make sure that we don't neglect, like, let's just get the kids in bed once a week, a little bit earlier, or put them depending on their ages. It all depends on your situation mm-hmm. and how many kids you have and how, what their ages are. But, you know, maybe you say, Hey, tonight we're going <laughs> to, you know, you're going to bed early. And so we're going to have our you know movie, not for ourselves, or we're going to, or you won't watch a movie in your room. Yeah. We're, we're going to watch. I'm going to make mac and cheese for yeah. you guys, and and maybe you bought steaks to cook for each other. You know, and just you know, be just thinking about what, what kinds of things. A lot of times, you this time of year, you can see, you know, ideas like a date night jar or something that mm-hmm. maybe you could sit down as part of this, and this is what we're doing. Here's some things we would like to do with each other, and you know, go the date night ideas and put them in a jar on little pieces of paper, and mm-hmm. maybe every other week or so pull one out and say this is you could have it divided up different colors like we're gonna draw out a big you know maybe do colored paper or something like that for the big ones so but it have a little jar or have a little little ideas that don't cost anything and plan on it like at the end of the week or something like that so what you write down is basically something like we will have a date night just the two of us every X, uh, yes. every week every two weeks once every a month, month what, right. whatever works you know right. with, with your schedule and those sorts of things but just saying we want to have a date night well you're probably going to have one and that's going to be, and you have another one about august but if you say we will have a date night every whatever it is two weeks once a month whatever you know, whatever works for you you're more likely to do it because you've written that as a goal and not just has some big aspiration so number one is date night no, number two an area to, to have, write a goal or goals in and the way I worded this, Lee, was to invest in your marriage. And when you know I was talking about this earlier, this was my idea to put on the list. And so what I mentioned was things like um, books, seminars, retreats, those sorts of things. We don't even really have to go into why this is important for a marriage. But let's, let's, let's kind of get a little specific there. A lot of people listening to this have good marriages. So why would they want to write some kind of goal? Why would this be important to them if they have a good marriage? Because you have to keep a good marriage. I mean, a marriage takes work. You don't, and if you're not working on it, you're getting comfortable, which is going to end up making it a bad marriage. Yeah, well, and the other way, look at that. You're right. Another way to word that is, I don't want a good marriage. I want a great marriage. Right. And when I have a great marriage, I don't want a great marriage. I want an awesome marriage. You, you, you just keep wanting to get, to get you better. You want to improve as much as you can. And something we've talked about on the podcast many, many times is this doesn't always have to be, I guess the best way to word this is generic. You know, it could be, you know what, our marriage is pretty good, but when it comes to finances, we stink. Or our marriage is pretty good, but when it comes to intimacy, it's not good. Or when it comes to communication or whatever it is. And so it might be investing in a specific area of your marriage, not just, you know, marriage in, in the general broad sense. Right. Um, and so that's one thing to look at. Okay, so this is important. How do you write this as a goal? And that's, we want to have a better marriage. That's an aspiration. How do you write a goal or a resolution 
with that as the the overarching principle. I think what you you alluded to it is that you maybe between the both of you decide if there is a certain area that you want to improve on this year to make your marriage better. It could be the you know financial side of your your marriage or the intimate side of your marriage or whatever, just whatever. And you sit down and make sure both of you say, yes, let's work on that to make it better or make it great, you know, whatever. And then there, and then that's a start. And then you decide what kinds of things can we do? It's just a planning session. Right. You, it's more, and, and that's what you're getting at is it's not just saying, yeah, let's work on that. But In 2022, we're going to have a better marriage. Yeah. What no, can we do? If you don't get specific yeah. about what you're working on. What are some ideas? And maybe, maybe one or both of you, have, oh, you know, I heard somebody doing this. right. So maybe it's just investing as far as like like the financial thing like what are some good resources we can maybe take some money and make a purchase at the beginning of the year so we can really work on this mm-hmm. or exactly or something like that and, you know and this could be one all of these could be ones but this one specifically could be one where there are several goals you know sm- smaller goals probably a better way of putting that um let, let's just stick with finances for a second maybe your marriage is good but the finances are strained okay we can't spend a thousand dollars at the beginning of the year because our finances are strained. Mm-hmm. But okay, our first goal is: is there a good financial podcast we both could listen to and talk right. about once a week, or is there a cheap ebook we we could afford for seven dollars or something mm-hmm. and read a chapter a week and talk about it? those things? Don't cost money. But then we know this is something we're really working on. So is there a course we could take? Is there a counselor we could go to later in the year? We say say to little money to help with this. And write that down as a goal. And all of these, it's getting intentional in that way. You know, we, we will read this book by the end of May, you know, or, or we will listen to this podcast, or we will attend this marriage retreat, or we'll ask our elders if we can host a marriage seminar to help other, mm-hmm. or wh- whatever it happens to be. Um, and, and write a goal in a specific way instead of we just want a better marriage. And I think you, you mentioned something, but that's important. The word you used, invest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm kind of means that maybe it's worth if you think you don't have enough money for something hey it's that's what investments are like you put some money in that you know is going to bring you more benefit right but at first it could be the investment of time you know let's take it out of the financial realm for a second you know maybe it's whatever maybe it's communication that's lacking you know in some ways well our first goal is we're going to spend the month of January or spend the time in the month of January researching two or three good resources to help us with that. Mm-hmm. That's an investment of time because you're still right. working on the problem by saying we can't afford 65 books on this, but can we spend the first two or three weeks of the year selecting a book or two to read and maybe a nice podcast to listen to or something like that? Mm-hmm. Or we're going to spend the first month, you know, first month of the year researching counselors in our area. Right. And, and as soon as February the 1st hits, we're calling and booking our first counseling session. Okay, that's that's still an investment. It's just not a financial, you know, uh, right. investment. It's an investment time. No, number three, we, we this kind of comes under the date night idea a little bit. It's kind of similar, but it we separated out for for a specific reason, and that is to, to save up for a special outing. Now, date night hopefully is kind of a regular thing. Like we said, depending on your situation, once a week, once every other week, once a month, whatever. What we're talking about here is. Either, like the biggest date night I've ever had, <laughs> or an overnight getaway, um, a weekend getaway. Maybe if your kids are you know grown and gone, a week. You know maybe maybe you, you know, it's not just quote unquote a vacation. It's a marriage thing where, mm-hmm. where we're going to take a week. 
this is going to be really similar to the date night thing, Lee, but let me just ask, outside of quote-unquote regular date night, why is important? Why is this important to every once in a while something, and I want, bigger may be not the right word here, but just, you know, a little bit larger of a thing, a little more, you know, extravagant of a thing. Uh, why is that important for a couple to really look forward to? Well, it's like anything else. I mean, if, you, if you're putting your some maybe more time or more money than those like regular date night things it's it's saying to one another that this is important you and i are important and we're going to put some extra effort into planning something that we both want to do whether it's like you say go to overnight trip just you both of you or what you know maybe there's a, a marriage retreat like a like reconnect. Right. Or, <laughs> you know, like maybe there's something like that. Which, by that... the way, we are looking at sometime in May. Josh and I are working on the dates for that, for those who know what that is. The mm-hmm. preacher and wife marriage retreat. We're looking at that for, we're looking mm-hmm. at a couple of dates in May, trying to narrow that down. Or, you know, there's that Smoky Mountain marriage retreat that a lot of people go to. So, like, maybe there's something like that. Or maybe it's just totally fun. Like, you know, we're going to go to some destination close by. It's going to be overnight trip. We're just going to do it because... We haven't, you know, maybe we've been extra busy. Let's just go and have just you and me, you know, mm-hmm. let's just go. And, or it could be a, a, maybe a bigger anniversary. Like I remember once at our 10 year anniversary, we planned to go on a trip, just me and you. And it was so much fun. It was one of the first times since our honeymoon you know. that we really did, mm-hmm. did that after we had, after we had had kids. Mm-hmm. And so I remember thinking how fun that was. And, um, that kind of thing takes planning. It takes just being more intentional and thinking through things at this time of year, maybe. Like, is there anything coming up right. that we really would like to say by whatever? Something, obviously, some things are already on the calendar, but maybe by the end of the year or sometime in this particular month, let's just plan on doing this right. if we can. And, and again, we keep saying this because we want you to, you know, make these for your own situation quote-unquote big or quote-unquote extravagant for you is different from don't don't look at everybody else's instagram and go oh they went to cabo and all we did was go to the holiday inn i remember really early in our marriage before we had kids i mean we were still in somerville it's a long time ago and we had frankly early in our marriage we had some money we, mm. we won't go into the we, we were we were doing okay <laughs> we financially doing for, for newlyweds we really right. were. It, we were our tight times were after two or three years mm-hmm. um, but we were just flat out stressed out it was not a financial thing it was just we were both working like crazy you know we were and so we, we decided you know what we live 15 minutes from the outskirts of memphis and we just drove to the outskirts of memphis and rented a hotel room for the night and spent the night i think we like i think we even got pizza or something <laughs> i still remember that because it was like this is just us and I, I think we might watch basketball or we didn't something. have kids then either <laughs> no, so that's, that's what i mean just something different but yeah. it was it was a quote-unquote big thing for that part of our lives. You know, mm-hmm. we're newlyweds. That's huge. Right. You know, now, hopefully, we can save a little money, and it might be, you know, an overnight trip away, you know, or it might be, you know, a couple of nights in the hotel or, or, you know, whatever. But big for you may be the, literally the hotel down the street mm-hmm. overnight or, you know, somebody has a, you know, somebody's leaving their house for the weekend, and you can say, you know what, this sounds really strange, but we just want to get out of our house for a couple of days and just be a couple. Can we spend the weekend? Can we house sit for you all just to get out? Whatever works. It could be like a fancy restaurant that you know you never really can go to, but <laughs> hey, you say, hey, 
I know you we're, love we're that place. We're going to save up for two or three months yeah. and actually eat there. Yeah. Yeah, you love that place. I'm, let's let's go do that. You know. Yeah. It could be any something like that. Yeah. So so regular date nights, but we're talking here about just something bigger, and it doesn't have to be you know the fanciest thing in the world, but just something that still says we are getting away or we are doing something completely out of the ordinary just because we're a couple. You write that as a goal, and then you also save for it. You don't mm-hmm. want to go in $10,000 debt doing this. And that's the point of what we're talking about here is planning to do yeah. it so that you don't say, well, we really wanted to do that, but we just didn't have the exactly. money this year. But, you know, we, but by, by April, we'll have saved up $400 mm-hmm. for a nice little hotel room and a fancy dinner and a nice breakfast, then we'll come home. That's an awesome trip. Mm-hmm. That'd be a whole lot of fun. Right. Um, of course, the way hotel prices are right now, that yeah. might not do it. And don't rent a car right now. That's all you'll spend on. Mm-hmm. Number four. This was one of yours. What I wrote down was, do things without the kids. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've kind of talked about that a little bit, but you weren't talking necessarily about date nights and those no. sorts of things. When, when you had this idea to put on the list, what was in your mind? Like, just doing things without the kids. I mean, and this this is different, different stages of marriage. I know when your kids are really little, it's super hard to do this. But one of the best things since our kids have gotten older is when we can just go somewhere, mm-hmm. we leave them at home, <laughs> you know. And we're not talking out of town. Not, we're talking, not talking about, about just overnight to or, or even going grocery shopping. <laughs> We've talked before about how wonderful it is to go to Walmart grocery shopping. Oh, I thought you us. said not even going. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm, you know, even just something like that. Like, hey, I'll go. Let's go buy groceries. <laughs> Honestly, and I think it's kind of neat to just say, "Hey, it's me and you." And mm-hmm. it, it, some of this might be more important to one than it is the other, though. And that's the importance of sitting down to talk about it at this time of year, because that might be more important to like a mom like me, who's like, "I've been with these kids all day long. I'm about to drive myself crazy." And so sometimes it's kind of neat, and and other times it might just be <laughs> something simple as. We just bought a treat, and you all can't have any of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is mine and daddy's piece of cheesecake, or this is mine and daddy's piece of chocolate cake that we just went, you know, this is what we're going to have tonight for a snack. You or, <laughs> or tonight, your mother and I are watching this TV show. You guys can go watch yeah. something else in a different room. And, and we don't do that kind of stuff. Very, let's just, we're not, no, we're not we saying know. never be with yeah. your kids. We're not saying right. that. But ever so often, it's good for the kids to see mom and dad being being husband and wife right not just mom and dad yeah and, and you know watching a tv show together or watching a ball game together or going for a walk together or running to get groceries together um we've mentioned this in the podcast before that one of the things now that our kids are old enough we can kind of leave them home not for long stretches of time but you know for little short stretches is we'll eat supper here at the house and then we'll go like drive through somewhere and get a dessert and like sit, during COVID we literally like <laughs> sat, in sat in a parking lot and, and ate it that was awesome and mm-hmm. I remember a couple of those you know we called them date nights we went and like got yeah you know, I think it was cheesecake from Fazoli's or something yeah. and took a marriage book with us and read under the romantic lights of the Lowe's parking lot <laughs> but the kids got to see mom and dad leaving to be husband and wife for a little while we weren't gone all that long, but it was something without them. And it wasn't, those were date nights. But sometimes it is just, you know, running an errand, going for a walk, watching a TV mm-hmm. show. And you love your kids and you want to be with your kids, but sometimes you need to be husband and wife. Just do some things without the kids. Right. Let the kids know that. Yeah. We're husband and wife. All right, number five. And this is going to sound like, okay, that's what you've all just been, spent the last 20-something minutes talking about. 
is to set aside some time to dream or to set goals so you're not basically fighting each other <laughs> over your dreams and goals. Yeah, I meant what I, this was one of my ideas, but I meant more like for these, what we're talking about here, the first four to me seem like these are things we want to do more. Let's make sure we're doing them this year. Oh, this, by, by the way, can I, can I pause just for mm-hmm. a second? Let's go back to four for a second. Remember on that fourth one, do things without the kids, to write that as a goal. Can you do that once a week? Can it be we're going to do the grocery shopping together once a month? You know, that's, that's going to be a weird goal to write, but it's going to be a helpful goal to write. Um, right. if, if you can think of at least one or two kind of specific things put under that to get, at least get your brains going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead on five. I, I just realized we, we had done all the rest of them. We, had, we didn't do it on that one. I was thinking, you know, this is the, the whole idea of this is what you can do in setting goals. But my, my thing more about these are the first four were just ritual, traditional things like that are going to keep happening throughout the year, hopefully, or some of them like a big thing. But this is more of you should do this together. I think it strengthens your marriage, and it is to me better if you can sit down and make sure the big picture things are in place. Because even if you're sitting down to make goals about date night, one of you could be sitting there thinking, I want to go on date night because I like spending time with you. And the other person sitting there thinking, I don't know if we can do date night. I mean, we, we don't have enough money. And you're, you're, that person's goals for your overall big picture of your marriage may be totally different than yours. Like one, one person might be saying, I want us to be financially stable, this or that. And the other one, their idea may be, I'm wanting us to be just closer as a, you know, they may not care as much about the, the money side of things. And so what I mean is making sure you sit down overall and think, what is our big picture for our marriage um, or, you know, our family or whatever? Sit down because sometimes you end up fighting, even when you sit to make goals, you're fighting each other without maybe even realizing it. Because one, one person wants to do something, the other person's not seeing how that's going to happen because they have totally different goals. And then you get frustrated with each other because you think, why don't they want to spend more time with me? Or don't they know I need some time alone with you? I don't like, you know, I'm, I want to get out of the house more. And the other person's thinking, I want us to quit spending so much money. And, I, you know, so get these big picture things out in the open and just say, you know, what are you looking for? with us, with you and me and our marriage, and what would you like to see over the next year or even two or three so that as you start making specific goals like the first four, that you understand maybe where each other's coming from. Does that make sense, Matt, more? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to explain it. It's, it's basically the idea of, of getting the big rocks in place. Right. You know, go, go back to your example there, you know, of, of date nights. You know, both of you are probably going to agree that that'd be a good thing to do to some, to some level. But one of you is going to be looking at it maybe from a communication or a connection or a romantic mm-hmm. side. And the other might be going, well, you ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. And if you don't talk about kind of those big rocks that one of you, it's not that you're focused on money, but you're just seeing that and thinking from that angle. And the other one's like, you know, ah, paychecks are coming in. We're good, you know, but, but we're not communicating well. Mm-hmm. Then you may go on date nights, but you may not enjoy them very much because you're not going on those things from the same angle or even 
better way of wording that, trying to understand the angle from which the other person sees that as important. Um, and so, yeah, it's the idea of having this communication idea. And, and the, the point is, you're never going to understand each other perfectly. You know, there's always going to be something where I cannot understand why this is such a big deal to you, or you can't understand why this is no big deal to me. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's just going to be the case. But if you're willing to see, okay, I don't get why this bothers Adam so much, but it does. And he's told me why. <laughs> he's told me that this bothers me because of the finances or because of time or, or whatever it is. Then I know how to handle a conversation better. And I know how to look at here's where we're planning you know, a vacation. Or here's where we're planning you know, whatever it is. This is the angle he's coming at that from. Mm-hmm. And so we can understand, not agree to disagree, but agree to understand the angles at which somebody else is coming at a conversation. Yeah. Like another way to look at that same thing is maybe, you know, on the first one, date nights. Like one of you, may, your point may be, I need time away. The other person may be just wanting to do, oh, I want, you know, like one person might be totally content to get the kids bed early every other week or so and just have a you know movie night or special dessert you know ice cream or something like that that you intend and the other person's really just needing to get outside of the walls of that house and so you have to communicate enough to know why this goal is important to the both of you and yeah making sure you're not you know like and then, really, what would happen is that, you know, one of you may be working really hard to make this goal come out, but if you're not completely sure why this was a goal to begin with and why it's important and how this person's coming to this thinking, then you're into that, you, you know, you could, uh, like, for instance, a husband could be trying like crazy to make things feel special at home when that wife just needs to get out of the home mm-hmm. every other week or so and just be gone for an hour or two. Yeah. Maybe that makes more sense. Like you got to make sure you know what you're doing and why these are goals to begin with. Another example, another area is there've been you know two or three times in our marriage or or more really, we've we've been in debt. We we keep getting out and kind of getting back in a little bit, and both of us or neither one of us likes being in debt, but it drives me crazy. I mean, I I'm the one that like you know we've got money coming in and I'm like every bit of it's going out. We're paying this off. It's going to drive me nuts until we do, and you have kind of learned to understand that, like, that's just the way Adam is kind of going to be until that last check is written. You don't mm-hmm. like me in debt. It drives me nuts. Like, mm-hmm. be like, we can't go out to eat? No. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, I, 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 I can't handle that, that, you know, that I owe whoever, you know, a car company or whatever this money. But the big picture, that is, we do talk about it so that you can at least understand that this is eating me alive to have that. Um but then when we're through with that, I need to go, well, you know what? Okay, you sacrifice some so we can, you know, finish this off. What do you want to buy for the house? Or is there some clothing? We, you know, let, you know let, let up on that a little bit. I like this goal. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the point of this is we finish that goal. So mm-hmm. now let's, let's communicate on, okay, we've kind of hit on something that was a bigger deal to me. What's a bigger deal to you? And mm-hmm. why is it a bigger deal to you? And how can our money or our time or whatever it is fit in that? Okay, how do we write this one as a goal? It's about writing uh, goals. Because <laughs> I'm the nerd. i got to have them written as a, as a goal, as I a resolution. Think, well, to me, a simple one on this is, this is the kind of thing I think you should maybe have a piece of paper. Or a li- you know, I know all of them would be good to write down. But this would be 
the time for maybe a more detailed chart or so much of this kind of stuff you can find online. I mean, really, just print out like something free that somebody else has taken the time to make. But, but you know, if you want to tailor it to yourself, one of you may feel like that's just your thing to be able to create these little documents or whatever. But Canva. So, you know, but I guess I would say I think you should ask each other what are the top two or three most important, you know, at least maybe not the most, but what are some big picture ideas that we want to, and maybe you didn't need to do this first, like keep this in mind. What are these things that we really want to work on? What are the big pictures that you think you would like to see and that the other, you know, the other spouse says, here's what I would like to see. And then maybe you do that first and maybe, and maybe you see that, Every year when we sit down to do this, have these changed? And if they haven't, let's keep improving and making sure that, you know, for like for Leah, this particular area is of utmost importance. And so we want our goals to reflect that. And so to me, that's just a good way to start. And the other way to write this as a goal is we're going to have conversations like this every whatever quarter, every half year, every year even. We're going to have this conversation on January the 5th mm-hmm. this year and review them on January the 5th, 2023 and see where we're at or whatever. Um, and, and that's it, this one's kind of a big picture one, so it's kind of hard to write as a resolution, but maybe you have to write that with a resolution to get it done. So right. all, all of these, uh, the point of this is, you're word, Leah. Be intentional. We talk about that on the <laughs> podcast all the time. But it's true. You don't have to write New Year's resolutions for your marriage. I write New Year's resolutions at all. There's no Bible verse that says you do. But I think sometimes people who do New Year's resolutions, you kind of see the same ones, you know, weight, fitness, you know, a raise at work or change jobs, and all that's fine. All that's good. But if you're going to focus on stuff that's important, hopefully your marriage is important enough mm-hmm. to maybe have one or two or three. You know, I don't think it's good to have 47 resolutions in a year. But in your marriage, could you pick out two or three things? I think that'd be wonderful. Um, and intentionally write down, here's what we're going to do. Here's how often we're going to do it. Here's what we're going to do this by, um, by, by this date. And maybe these things will help you with that. Anything else we need to say on this, Leah? Just to communicate and compromise. You've already said that, but that to me is the biggest thing when it comes to these kinds of things, to make sure you're not like, well, whatever, I'll, you know. And, and be reasonable. Yeah. We, we, we haven't had a date night in, you know, two years. Our goal for this year is we're going to have a date night every other night. No, you're not, because mm-hmm. two nights from now, somebody's going to be sick. <laughs> and, and you're thrown off. But if you've, you haven't done date nights in 10 months, once a month. That, that's a good and reasonable, you know, mm-hmm. actionable, <laughs> efforting uh, <laughs> goal to, you know, to, to bring that to the forefront but not drive yourselves crazy with something that, you know, you're, you're going to drive yourselves nuts trying to complete a goal that you set out there so high that you really can't do it. Um, so, so make it challenging but reasonable. Anything else? All right. We're going to try to be back in two weeks. We're going to try to stick with that, which means we probably won't. We're going to try. That's our goal. That's, but, but we, didn't, we did not <laughs> we, write we it need, down. We need to write it down. <laughs> make it actionable. That's, that's what I should have made one of mine is uh, – when Adam has a podcast idea, <laughs> Leah agrees to record. Is that? Hey, you know, <laughs> I usually, you, well, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> That'll be off microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we, we hope to back with you in a couple of weeks. Leah, I love you. I love you. And until next time, remember your family can't go to heaven. Just make sure you go there together. Uh-huh.